I'm Austin Lake, and with me as always, Eric Sheets. We hope you guys enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Answer Exchange. Eric, how you doing? It's going. It's seen better days. How's it going? Uh, well, I'm I'm about the exact same. The day that we're recording, everyone, is uh, the first Sunday of football, actual football this year. And Eric and my fantasy football teams are not doing so well. If anybody knows, if any women are listening, fantasy football is a big deal to guys. Yeah, a lot bigger deal than it uh, than it probably should be. I'm playing against, in both leagues, I'm playing against, for those of you that know anything about fantasy football, the Rams defense. I'm playing against the Rams defense. Who starts the Rams defense week one of the season? Nobody. And they went off for like 36 fantasy points, and I'm getting destroyed. My best player, who's supposed to be a top three fantasy player, Le'Veon Bell, laid a solid seven points this week. Yeah, it's not good. Uh, neither one of us are probably going to walk away with week one wins, so and, it's, it's been a rough day of watching football, to say the least. None of the four leagues I'm in. Taking big L's <laughs> in all of them. Uh, big fantasy football league player over here uh, taking big L's, Eric Sheets, week one. But on a lighter note, <laughs> yeah. this this will be interesting. Yeah, the uh, the topic we had today actually comes from Quora, a website that just kind of has random questions from all across the board. And uh, Eric, what is what is our question for today? Some future inventions that you would like to see, right? Like some, like what are some of the next big inventions or ones that we would like to see, anyways, or or even some that maybe we think might change the world, or you know, anything like that. So. We're, we're going at it pretty broad, and we just thought that we'd give some of our ideas and see what everybody thought on what they would want to see to be the next big invention that, that hits the world. My first big invention that I would like to see is the limitless pill. Oh, for sure. The ability to access any part of your brain and just remember anything from any time. You think that it would become almost like a little bit too much, though? No. You really don't? I don't think so. Like, would it be, would it really be that fun though if everybody was on the same level? It'd almost be like you weren't at it, you know, if like you're on an accelerated level, if just you are taking the limitless pill, you have that unfair advantage. But if everybody's taking the limitless pill, doesn't it kind of almost make you feel like nothing changed at all? And then just like anything in life, that's going to what the price is going to be jacked up. So if you want that pill, you have to pay for that pill, right? So I don't know if I'm I don't know if I'm sold on the on the limitless pill. It would be awesome, like in the movie, if you had it and very few other people had it. If there was no bugs, just too. be able to look at something once and remember it forever. Yeah, that would be pretty neat. Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> what I need in my life. That'd be pretty neat. You know, I think the first one um, that I always think of when when I think of new inventions and stuff is the one that you know, we've kind of been preached to our whole lives and that's the artificial intelligence. Oh yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I really want it to happen, but I think it's probably going to happen at some point. And I don't know. It's, it's, it'll change the world. You oh, know, yeah. that, that would be the one to that question, uh, inventions that'll change the world. And it would most definitely change the world, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. I don't know that. Um, but as soon as computers are able to not only 
answer questions for you and, and, and communicate with you and think for themselves, then they can, you know, further humanity that, you know, the way that we have, you know, they can start coming up with new inventions and doing new things too. So mm -hmm. in that way, it's kind of scary. Oh but, yeah. It is. I mean, they've made a lot of movies around it. Oh but. yeah. You, there's always got to be something God's eye and like the fast and the furious movie where they can just pinpoint you like just with the surveillance camera and know where you're at in all times. Sure. Sure. Another, so that's the one that, yeah, that's the one that I always think about. Then you always got to stick with the casual flying cars, yeah, floating skateboards, exactly, teleportation devices. Yeah, like everything from the Jetsons. Yeah, you know, pretty even, much. Even to, didn't they have like a, like a robot maid? You know, mm -hmm. that kind of goes in with the artificial intelligence thing. But Whenever somebody says robot, like they want a robot cleaning system. Just buy Roco then, or whatever those cleaning little robots are. That, the Roombas? Yeah. Yep. Just throw some eyes on it, and there's your robot that you want. You know, that's a step. That's, I mean, that really is a step towards the whole Jetsons, ma you know, robot made. I mean, you don't think of it in the same way, but, I mean, kind of. It's, it's a vacuum that just kind of vacuums on its own. And another thing I thought would be cool, I don't know if anybody's seen like the Fast and the Furious, or not Fast and Furious, Iron Man, Tony Stark, he builds the Iron Man suit, and he's sure. got all these cool inventions. Right. I think the coolest thing he had was in Iron Man 3. His butler was in an explosion, and he was able to like pick a spot in the location of the world, where it all happened, the time, and it, like a picture of it, and they put it on the ground like a holographic picture. Right, and I, I thought that holographic display would be a bigger thing by now. See, I remember back when, I can't remember which iPhone it was. Maybe it was like the 5S or something. It's been a few, it's been a few generations ago in, in the iPhone world. And I remember them on one of those uh, promo videos, somebody else must've come out with it where like you could flick the holo, you know, the hologram like of your screen and display it on something or on the counter in front of you, like yep, a keyboard in your screen and stuff it. like that. Yeah, so I thought... I thought that that would have been a thing by now, but definitely in the Iron Man movies, for those of you who haven't seen it before, where it almost displays like all around him, mm -hmm. you know, I, I think that'd be very cool. And then to be able to manipulate that data from where you're standing outside of the phone, oh, it's not just, sure. it's not just some kind of projection. It's, it's actually interactive. I think I'm with you. I think that would be fantastic. I mean, it's just, especially like murders and stuff. Right. You could just be able to pinpoint these exact events right. and what was going on right. at that time. Even on the scene, mm -hmm. you know, you could take that kind of stuff on scene and take a picture of it. And then you, and then you would have all that stuff. You're not contaminating a crime scene. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And that's just one practical use for, yep. for something like that. Yeah. Um, I came across when I was looking into it, I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole of talking about it. But everybody who's a lot smarter than me was talking about quantum computing. Yeah, that stuff's over my yeah, head. Yeah, it, it's way over my head too. But more or less, what it is is it it uh, is a is a new computing system that more or less works like thousands of times faster than like the binary codes that we think of on mm -hmm. computers, and it's energy efficient. That's all I got from it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's about all I could get out yeah, of it. Yeah, I read I read uh in a complete article and I was like I didn't understand half the words <laughs> in that entire thing. I don't the one one practical use I think and I was saw this on a site. So you know how people are like don't drink the water in Mexico. Right. Don't don't drink salt water. Yep. 
uh, like a water conversion, kind of like a filter that yeah. can filter it out and make it clean so you would be able to drink that water right. and not right. have to worry about just going in the bathroom every two seconds then after you drink it. Right. No, I saw that too. Um, the one that I saw, it was, they called it like a slingshot or mm-hmm. something like that. And you can more or less convert water from any of those sources to purified water. And I think that'd be great for, especially like over in third world countries and places who don't really have those fresh water. Like if you'd put one of those down, they say that they're si- the size of like, uh, or I guess they're not invented yet, but theoretically they'd be the size of one of those like mini fridges. And mm-hmm. it's supposed to be enough to, for like 300 people to more or less efficiently live live with. Well, especially think about what's going on right now with all the hurricanes and stuff and how right. much less drinking water you have right now. Right. Being able to throw one of those on and be right. able to just drink the water and not have to worry about it. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, that'd be... That'd be a fantastic, and there's, and there's, the list goes on and on about inventions like that. That was one that I had marked down also that I just thought would be incredibly cool for, you know, things like that for, Mm -hmm. for hurricanes or, or third world countries or different places who might not have that water available at that specific time. It'd be an incredible thing to be able to fly in or, or take different places. Oh yeah, for sure. Right. Right. Another thing I thought of. Have if you ever seen the movie Big Hero Six, mm-hmm. his name's Bayamax. Okay. And he's the big puffy looks like the Michelin man. Right. And he like scans your body and can tell you what's wrong, your yep. temperature and stuff. Yep. That would be sweet. I think it'd be really cool um to have something like that in almost every home. Mm-hmm. You know, like and I don't know if it would be something that you'd move around with you or what, but you'd be able to almost walk up to it or some kind of room and it'd scan your entire body and it'd tell you, you know, what was wrong. Take a poop. <laughs> Go to the bathroom. <laughs> Drink a glass of water. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> something as easy as that. Right. No, it, I think it's, and that may be the next thing that will really take uh, personal health to a complete new level well you think about healthcare stuff that always takes off a lot faster than anything else uh-huh. so something like that might be in the future like 10 20 years uh-huh and i think and i think uh it would really go a long ways especially in the generation or the times that we live in because there there are a lot of people that really are concerned with personal health but just don't really understand everything about it and that's and that's science you know, like you think that you're doing something right, but maybe it's completely wrong. Think of like, think of food. Okay. Over the course of the last 30 or 40 years, eggs, milk, things like that, like they've been good for us. Then they were bad for us. Then they were good for mm-hmm. us. Then they were bad for us, you know, because of this reason and this reason and this reason, you know, or uh, like red meat, you know, it's gone back and forth too with the, it, it, just with all those kinds of things. So it would be very, uh, I think beneficial if if something like that would be invented. And it'd help people with anxiety issues that are hypochondriacs that think everything is wrong with them. Yeah, you're exactly right. Then you could just walk home, nope, you're fine, you just need to do this. Right. Oh, okay. It'd be incredible. Well, I feel a little better now. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Psychologically, it'd be incredible for people's health also. Okay, well, uh, how about we take a break and uh, we'll get right back into it after this.
And we're back. Uh, Eric and I are just peeking around the corner. It's uh, Sunday night football going on right now. Yet another game that's not going well for me, <laughs> fantasy football-wise, but yeah. I guess what do you do? No no touchdowns, no receptions, right. no points. Unless, yeah, unless it's for the other team. Just a, just a not good week all around. Picks-wise, fantasy football-wise, the whole nine yards. Just not a good, not a good first week. Not just, a good first week. Just got to shoot for tomorrow. Vikings <laughs> play and the Broncos play. Yeah, let's uh, let's hope for the best. Although I don't think I have any chance of recovery at this point. <laughs> so uh, back into the back into the topic. What is your? Well, I guess next thing that you think uh, would be a cool invention or something that maybe is in the process that you think maybe will be some of the next big things to come out. You know, you know, more of like a realistic list versus a wish list. I think that the self-driving cars are pretty close to getting there. I mean, Tesla has all these tests and Google's doing where you, the Google maps where you can, right. It's using the maps to drive on the roads. And I mean, they've made, they've made little bits and pieces in an advancement with kind of like the self backing up right. stuff that right. Ford does. And right. You know, I think there's a lot of pros and cons to it. Um, it would, it would realistically probably be safer in a lot of different places, but it, whether or not the people will be okay with it is a completely different thing. You know, you think of GPS the way that it is now. It's completely changed transportation, GPS has. But it still wants to take you down the wrong road every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And if that's and if that's the case, uh, like what happens if something is wrong with GPS or, or it takes you a wrong way or, or, or you know, just all, all kinds of things like that. What happens when you get into a car accident that you could have personally prevented that would have never happened if if you were driving. Like if a deer runs out in the front of the road, right. the car doesn't detect it. Right, right, things like that. So I don't know. It, it's it's tough to be for it, and, and and that's the problem is everybody has to be for it. It's, it's mm-hmm. an all-or-nothing deal. You can't have half the cars out there that are self-driving and half of them that aren't. Yeah. It's, it's an all-or-nothing deal, so I, I think that it would – I mean, it'd be a unique thing. Obviously, there's been a ton of talk about it, but whether or not it actually does get implemented, I don't know. I don't know. And then we kind of talked about, we kind of talked about this, the guy in Iowa with the GPS tags for his cattle. Oh, right. Trying to get a patent and stuff or like like that. I right. mean, obviously something like that's going to happen. It's just a matter of when it's going to happen. Right. You have to go through all those hurdles and stuff. And, you know, it might not be practical to like a lot of farmers who don't run cattle on a lot of land, but what, uh, what to back up a little bit, what Eric's talking about is, uh, is it a kid from the Iowa football team? Iowa football team okay. is working to get he's, it. He's currently in the process of developing or getting a patent for ear tags that are more or less, uh, have a GPS chip in them. So, so you can know where your cattle at are all the time. And I think if I understand correctly, uh, can then be passed on, like if the cow gets sold, you know, you can kind of go back through the lineage of where it's been and things like that. If I if I understand correctly, I'd, I'd assume that. Right. I just heard it watching the game yesterday. The announcers brought it up that he smart kid just working to try to get that patent through. Right. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. It it'd be interesting if it does. I I don't personally think that it would be uh, cost efficient at this point, but but it'll probably be something that everything will have in the future as yeah. soon as as soon as. Uh, the efficiency catches up with the technology. Um, you know, one thing that I've found really interesting in like current years is the 3D printing. 
Oh, yeah. It's making a lot of big strides. It's getting more popular. Absolutely. With the years. And and even more so, like, when I... I didn't, I didn't understand it for, like, the first year, at least, mm-hmm. when, it, when it came out as, like, I don't get it. How does, you know, how does this happen? And then you actually watch the process of it, like, developing mm-hmm. these molds for things and developing actual objects. And now, I don't know if this is a thing. I remember hearing about this probably almost close to a year ago where they were... Uh, working on uh, like ears, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know biology. I, yeah, they were bringing yeah they were bringing things like that into it where they could actually replicate your ear if you had something happen to one side where you know they could duplicate it and put it on the other side. And I think that's cool. That'd be incredible if they could get to the point where they could rec- replicate limbs mm-hmm. or even more so organs. You know, yeah, hearts and livers and kidneys and and all sorts of things like that. I mean. What a what a giant leap in in healthcare. Yeah, I think it it's definitely it would make the first start with those prosthetics and stuff, yep. getting everybody fitted for them. Sure. Because when you get into limbs and stuff, now you're or not limbs. When you get into body parts, you're talking about blood vessels and right. stuff. But I think But it's with, the future. Oh yeah. You know. Prosthetics for sure. Right. I think that that'd be a big leap for somebody who they let's just say they're really self conscious, like they had to get something amputated. They have cancer or really bad di- diabetes. I right. mean, just make you feel better. Yeah, no, I, I so I think I think something that is actually here, I think that that is like that's a tangible future. I think that that will happen at some point just with, you know, the advances in that technology. Um, another thing that I that I thought has kind of become interesting as of late is uh, virtual reality. That's a big thing right now with you know the what? glasses. And- right. And maybe that maybe that kind of ties into, you know, what we were talking about earlier with like the hologram and mm-hmm. things like that. It, you know, all those types of different technology are, are very interesting. I think virtual reality is it's gonna be a big thing whether we like it or not, mm-hmm. you know. Whether whether it is a thing or not, I think it'll it'll be uh, a definite pro for a lot of things, for a lot of experiences, but maybe a con for those actual places that, you know, people are seeing and feeling like they're there. I, I don't know. Especially if you're like an avid gamer, I think it's definitely going to be more, right. More happening than another. Yeah. Like you, I seen a video of somebody's playing Mario Kart in virtual reality and they have to actually use their limbs and stuff to like grab the supplies and drive the car. Might make, the traditional video gaming a little bit more active mm-hmm. than it has been in the past, which is great for kids. Yeah, I was going to say, which is good because, I mean, if you want to be honest, America's running more obese than right than anything. You know, uh, I have two I have two more ideas on my list. I'm going to save my last, the, the last one for last because it's the one that I personally hope happens <laughs> the most. Uh, so the one before that is uh, what's called the Hyperloop. It's yeah. like a it's like a train mm-hmm. is more or less what it is, but it's inside a tube. So they would actually develop transportation systems that rather than that run on train tracks would run inside actual tubes. And I guess in theory they can get up to like six hundred or seven hundred miles an hour or something like that. So I mean, obviously a lot of infrastructure to create in order to get these things rolling, but I think the technology's here that they could actually send I don't know what you'd call it, you know, little trains or pods mm. that you'd send through them that can more yeah. or less get you places 
significantly faster. The question that also comes with that then is, I mean, obviously safety or something like that. I wonder how you, like, if the tube would hold you in there the whole time, or, like, is it a glass tube? Or is I'm not sure. Break? Yeah, you know, like, I, I don't know. That'd be crazy, though. That'd be awesome. Right, like, right. Like, because people always complain, oh, I have to go six hours here. Right. Where you could just say you jump in this hyper, hypodermic loop, or right. loop, and then you're there in 20 minutes. Exactly, exactly. So just speed up transportation a little bit. I thought that one was neat. Cost effective and economy effective. Especially, yeah, because the big pollution. thing is the upfront cost on... On your infrastructure, building the actual thing, and then mm-hmm. after that, I mean, a lot more cost effective yeah. when you when you look at the numbers. Um, finally, <laughs> the one that I really want science to catch up with us is uh, hair restoration. <laughs> oh, it's close to home on that one. God, I'm I'm crossing my fingers on that bad boy. I really I really want uh, really want that to happen. Get you some hair plugs. Yeah. Well, no, that's my point. <laughs> is I don't want to. I I think I think and you you know you saw it in different like movies and stuff when you were a kid where they jump way to the future. Back to the Future had a ton of a ton of like unique ideas that mm-hmm. they had in it, the, and this isn't one of them. But I thought. It'd be awesome, like if you could go in to a hairdresser and choose the type of hairstyle you want, and then walk out with it. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. And I think that that's gonna be here someday. I well, I I don't know that for sure, but you know, like let's say today I want a real short hair, and tomorrow I want long hair. I I feel like it's probably not in the near future, but I feel like that's gonna happen at some it, point. It about has to with <laughs> everything that's been made of it. But even before then, I just want hair restoration to be caught up and and actually work (laughs) and actually work that would be that would be what uh what my biggest probably my biggest one would be and obviously for for selfish reasons so Mm, i could do it as long as it helps my beard right so do you have anything else i think that's all i got okay well that's i guess all i have for the day too so uh if any of you guys have any questions comments ideas or even some answers to past questions Uh, Seriously, guys, just let us know. We want everyone to be involved in the show as possible. So if you'd like to get a hold of us, you can reach us by email at theanswerexchange at gmail.com or on Twitter with the handle at answer underscore exchange. Also, be sure to like and subscribe so you never miss an episode. And we hope you guys enjoy. So until next time. Thanks for listening. 